Grab your popcorn and snacks. Find a comfy spot, take a seat or lie down, and let me transport you to a place of fantasy, ghost stories, ancient legends, odd creatures, alien encounters, and other magical topics. You may even decide to join the conversation. From faraway lands to your own backyard, with a small dash of pixie dust, turn out the lights and open your minds. The journey is about to begin. Sorry about that, guys. I had to check on my dog. I heard somebody whimper, so I wanted to go make sure she was all right. <laughs> Not any worse than what? Was it yesterday I dropped the mic? Literally dropped the mic. Yesterday was crazy. Yesterday was the day that you just wish you didn't want to get up in the morning. Anyway, welcome, welcome, welcome. My name is Charlotte. I'm going to be your host for the next hour, I hope. Uh, I'm also the owner. Let me do this real quick. The owner of the California Haunts Paranormal Investigation Team based out of Sacramento, California. We are 45 strong up and down the state of California, which means if you have a paranormal need, the only thing collapsing every day. If you have a paranormal need, we can get to you. And uh, if we can't get to you, because it's a big state, we can't get you right away. We can have one of our mediums give you a call and talk to you about what might possibly be going on. And in many cases, they are able to uh, remotely, get in here, they're able to remotely calm down whatever's happening in your home or business. So, uh, yeah, so it's, it's, it's like a two-play. I want to make some quick announcements. Um, Sunday, we actually have a book. Last night, we finished off Anna Maria Manalo's book. And it uh, surprised me when it came up at the end, it, to be honest. But I do have another book lined up. And I don't know if you guys remember um, a guest we had on about five or six months ago named Michelle Zirko. Zirko. And she had written a uh, book based on her experiences in a, in, in a haunted house called um rain no evil and uh she had offered at that time after the show to allow me to read her book and so i got back to her and finally got the final permission so we'll be starting that on sunday on easter sunday so that'll be fun okay she's also have an offer out for you guys if you like her book and you want to order it she'll charge ten dollars for the book and she'll autograph it for you not a bad deal not a bad deal so once we get into it and we start reading it, like I said, if you guys like the book, then, you know, go ahead and order it. Get, get, get the book on the cheap, right? Okay. Anyway, um, if you're watching from Facebook tonight, and you probably are, please be sure to hit that like button, those smiles and those hearts, because that keeps us up in the algorithm. And just same thing with YouTube. If you're watching from YouTube, let me move this a little bit. This is like balanced weird. If you're watching from YouTube, um, please hit those likes and hearts and, you know, and, uh, that helps us with the algorithm over on YouTube as well. And if you have Facebook, if you haven't done so already, and you've been watching and following the show, and you want to keep following the show uh, more consistently, if you haven't done so already, hit that that share, hit that uh, follow button because you can follow on my page and you can follow on the California Haunts Ghostly Events page. So go, please please hit that follow button because we're looking for followers. Same thing on YouTube. If you haven't subscribed already, there's a ghost. We do this. Mm, over here. In the bottom right hand corner there with a magnifying glass and a Sherlock Holmes hat on. Click on that and that'll bring the subscribe button. And if you haven't done so already, please feel free to subscribe to the show. We have 571 videos sitting over there. And each video is pretty much a different topic because I don't like to cover just paranormal topics. All right. So yeah. So if you're watching, you like what you see. Join us. Join us. It's a big ride. It's a big ride because we're going to be doing a lot of other things coming up here, especially with our Patreon page. Um, I have, I shot uh, two or three days ago, I shot another video, a pre-record for that Patreon page that I'm going to be posting. 
didn't get a chance to do it last night, but I will do it today. And then tomorrow I'm shooting another pre-record and uh, with Tinkerbell. So we talked about that last Friday. I'm going to be shooting that that pre-record as well. So that'll be right behind that. So you got to figure they're going to be out a week to two weeks before the actual shows hit this, you know, hit, hit, hit here. So that's a big plus for the Patreon. Nancy and I can talk about the Patreon later too. Anyway, without further ado, I was, there was something I was going to talk to you guys about, and I totally, totally slipped my mind. I was, in fact, I'm walking around my kitchen. Oh, I know. I was walking around my kitchen talking to my dog, you know, talking in front of my dogs to see if I could deliver it correctly. The dogs are looking at me like I lost my mind. I shot a short recently about a vampire, you know, out in the sun because we don't get a lot of sun lately. And especially today, it got dark outside again. But the funny thing was, is um, TikTok has a thing about security. So you can't like do this stuff where your home can be seen or where anybody can try and figure out where you're located. So I thought it'd be cool to go to the park and shoot that video. And it was fine. You know, I had the camera propped up on my hood. You know, I'm doing my thing, my, you know, this whole thing. And, and then these two, these two girls come out, teenagers come out for lunch. And there's like a million picnic tables. But I guess I was the show for the morning you know, for the midday, because they parked themselves on this picnic table facing me. And as I'm doing this, I had to do, you know, I had to do multiple takes to get it the way I wanted. It was funny because they were sitting there laughing at me and I knew they were, and they knew what I was doing because it was obvious because I had the camera, you know, that I had the phone propped up on my hood. So they knew what I was out there for. So I guess, you know, part of this thing with TikTok and doing these reels and doing these shorts, if I'm going to be doing public stuff is I have to get used to doing this stuff in public because it was kind of, it, it was kind of embarrassing out there doing the stuff, even though I enjoyed making the video, right? It's just having somebody you don't know sit out there and laugh at you. It's kind of funny. It's kind of funny. Okay. That being said, I think I got that out. Yeah. I've rehearsed it enough times on the dogs. Uh, I'm going to bring Nancy in and we can get started with the show. All right, here we go. So I guess what you're saying to us, if we want to get into this business, be ready for uh, public criticism or um, humor or humiliation. Yeah. I, you know what? Sometimes I don't know if that's it. Is that just they know they're your audience and they may be yeah. trying to enjoy you and distract you or they're getting a chuckle out of you attempting to do this. I think it's all the above. If I saw someone doing something in our neighborhood, I'd be kind of like, oh, look what they're doing. Would I be caught on camera? I hope not. <laughs> but why not? Why not? Wouldn't that be kind of uh, it is, it fun? Is, it is. But it was kind of funny because my back was turned to them when I was doing the stuff, you know, because I would oh. I would be off to the side. If, if, if you guys watch the video, you can see I start off on my side like this with the sun. And then I turn <laughs> back to the car with the camera, you know, to face the camera. And then that puts yeah. them behind me. So they were real quiet. And then every time I would turn around to face the car, I could hear them laughing. Were they just young preteen type girls? Yeah. You know, those, girls. how did I know that, right? <laughs> but I would say that age group giggles a lot anyway. I don't yeah. know any preteen girls that went, oh, no. <laughs> they're going to giggle at everything. That's what made the Beatles so popular, right? <laughs> but it was like, you know, it was. um, Or any other. It, it was know. like you know Key Largo, right? It's like of, of, of all the of all the picnics, you know, of all the picnic tables in the park, uh, she had to pick mine. You know, or, you know, yeah. Well, so, maybe they're yeah. hoping to be on camera next time you see them. If you go there, say you girls, just kind of wanna... expand away and let them get on camera, let them wave. Right, right. So it's pretty funny. It's my well, first experience really 
doing a I'm trying to do a comedic kind of TikTok out in public. You know, where I've done oh. I did a couple at Disneyland in public, but it wasn't like that. So <laughs> all right, Nancy, you're uh, you're the star well, today. Let's do this. This this might be um I'm open to discussion. I can't see the chat room. I did open it up. I Jen and Pamela and Ella Dubs. <laughs> I'll call you by your first name. I won't mess up the rest of it. Ella, nice to meet you, young lady. Uh, this is kind of interesting. This is a good one because I see a lot of um, postings. Is my spirit guide with me? Can I get help from the other side? How many thousands of readings have I done where someone says, Nancy, I need help, and I'll bring in a spirit person. And there's a, a quandary I deal with. Of, is there any free will? And mm -hmm. I know that's a big topic. Shar and I have spent many hours talking about her life, my life, and free will. And uh, even a conversation two days ago, what was her, what is our destiny? And that right. is where you asking for help. I'm going to imply they're here to get us on track because we cannot divert from our true destiny, which is mm -hmm. ultimately no free will. Or they're here to embrace us, love us. Uh, we're not alone. Scared the jeevies out of us. My husband and I were in a Volkswagen. No, we meant uh, the truck. And we were going somewhere. And uh, we went to a gas station. We were pulling out. My mother's head popped in between the two of us. And I almost had, <laughs> I probably wouldn't have the heart attack. But the way I screamed, I would looked at my husband. I says, are you okay? He says, what happened? I says, my mom just popped in. And uh, she was always one to travel, but she's always been there to, since she passed away in 09, she's been at events and things where maybe um, I'm not alone and I know it and she's enjoying that I'm doing this. And she's the one that really put a big stink and I was a little girl. Don't you do this. You know, I don't like you doing that. And uh, it wasn't often. It was enough because I was a, a really young child when I was seeing our dead father my dad how oh, bad is this last night oh, bro. <laughs> so anyway i'm gonna lead i'm gonna lead this with who they are and what they do versus and go into what kind of communication you can get and how to then connect with them and this is a broader topic we only have 45 50 minutes and really if quick, you want really more quick, really quick. That, you said that about your mother yeah and my mother was the same way my mother was spooky mm. was spooked by it all oh my yeah. yet when she got old she knew they were there so she admitted <laughs> that she was seeing them but it took it took until she was in her 80s to admit she was seeing them i i remember you telling about your mom and you went to a ghost investigation she told you later she says this man's been standing outside the window of a car Who's that man? Yes. Who's that man? <laughs> I loved your mom. She was just good. Or, you know, or, or, I, or the huh? Chinese people sitting on the hood of the car. <laughs> <laughs> I remember this. I remember. And so at the end of her life, as a lot of seniors, elderly, right. elderly people, not necessarily just not young people, she would talk to you about how many the people showing up. And that is so yeah. common. Yeah, you know, and uh, when people ask me about their dying relatives out or ones who passed, and they'll say, "Well, who greeted them?" and I'll give all these descriptions. And one, and then I will address. So anyway, okay, go ahead. And track. I just want to add that because yes, like, I know that was where good. your mom. You know, your mom was like, "No, don't do that." And my mother was like, "Oh, don't go there because it's spooky." And then later on in life, boom. Right, and as mother got older, she actually died of osteoporosis and the side effects of collapsed spine and so i 
it's it's uncomfortable. But at 83, but a few years before that, she did admit to me, she says, you know, I've always been intuitive. I says, well, mom, <laughs> I don't only got it from dad. I got it from you. Um, mm-hmm. I, I wanted to divert just a little bit. I She did have a turnaround. I visited her in Portland, Oregon once, and she lived in a seven-story senior living. And she invited me to come up. So Larry and I went up, and uh, I entertained. Oh, my God, the room was full. I don't know, 70 or 80 people. Now, I would say 67. I'm not going to exaggerate too much. And they were very quiet, and the ones that I did talk to. So about for a month after I left, she said, oh, I'm so popular. Everybody wants to know if I'm your mother. <laughs> so clearly she had a change. And of course, I've been in the business at that time, at least 20 years. Yeah. So uh, 15 to 20 years. So in some ways, as I got to this, she really believed this mm-hmm. because my father had it. And he, She really discouraged me. What a shame. Um, I wonder, I can't remember one of the gentleman, John Edwards or something, had a whole family of people that had the gift. And he got all this encouragement. So he was like in his 30s. Uh, most people won't wear, wear, wear. I had 24 years specific bell before cancer and divorce and then the search for why do bad things happen to good people, which pushed me into this arena, which was my destiny. I picked mm-hmm. this flesh, this body, this path. So my guys were always on guard, always working overtime. Get her. <laughs> it's like, oh. So anyway, let's go uh, over to my notes. Everybody knows I've typed pages up. And I and I do that because it's hard to keep on track. And when you listen to this, open up your screen to full, and you'll see down underneath my side to this where my hand is. <laughs> Look down, and you'll see more. And you click on that, and the bottom entry is set, uh, uh, the script. And when you click on that, a script will come up of everything we say. Now, I'm going to talk not like a railroad, and Charles heard me say that, so that the words will show up. And I, I'm laughing. I'm joking with you now. Don't take it. <laughs> and what we'll do is if you want to go back and watch it again, write down some of these things. Yet, there's a lot of work out there. Um, <clears throat> these are my notes. I put it together. Um I did not go through YouTube. Um, I did to a couple articles only because I wanted to have some kind of cohesive format. So the top level of angels that we can have access or they could have access to us as the archangels. And these are the big boys, the bad boys, the leaders in the angel work. If you have one of these bad boys showing up around you, honey, you either in real <laughs> need or they're going to be such a force to make sure that you go in the direction you are. They are a force to reckon with. And I've actually seen one. A lot of people have said, oh, I saw. And in reality, they are seeing the archangels. And they're the ones that are tremendously large. A gentleman named Cliff, and it was in the early 90s. And I mentioned this a couple of weeks back. Marlene and, Matt, Marlene, uh, and Kathleen Matichek's home. There were about 30 people showed up that night, and I was talking to each and every one of them. This one showed up between the archways of a 1970 house between front room and family room. And this being was pure white, unrecognizable at that moment, though I could see a, um, a shadow of a, of a form underneath, the feeling of feminine. Uh, from the floor to the ceiling, which is, what, 9, 10 feet tall, took up the whole space. And the entity looked at 
cliff. And he said that, uh, the entity said, I was there for him at 12 and 22, I have never left him. And at 12, his mother died. At 22, there had been a lot of emotional stuff in his family and it was a big graduation test. And she was there to support him and he passed. And of course he's had a marvelous career. Um, <clears throat> he's uh, fully retired for 10 years at least brilliant man and he needed it and all through life I won't go in details because I don't want to give away but everybody asked me I probably could connect if you wanted to talk to him um, that entity has been with him because his life as all of us has been rougher than most death in the family um, and so on and so forth and I was overwhelmed by it have I seen more I've seen a couple but not like that not in the room not six feet away from me it was brilliant not hot brilliant and there is a difference it's not overwhelmingly i'm scared but can you imagine the biblical times of one of these entities showing up and talking to one of our uh, spiritual leaders the rest of the room or people seeing it how would you comprehend that i don't want anybody say ufo people everybody's ufo people we'd be ufo people to ants did you see that big thing coming oh my god it's <laughs> an entity from another world well okay let's go on uh when they are present they are a force uh, and I wanted to share that story with you. Um, biggest, the human who is in need of biggest or emotional health as a younger person, death of parent, emotional coaster. These are big emotional things that happen. My father being killed when I was six, my mother relocating. Um, I suspect there was some sort of intervention there, but I wouldn't know what how. Um, my life has been curious. And I think that the man I married is my first husband that family might have also had help to get us together. Now I'm not special, it was just destiny, okay? Um, sometimes they do give you invisible hugs or love feeling that isn't always your partner or another love connection in flesh. But this also, energy being, letting you know you have their support. A lot of the spirit peoples do give you support. This is overwhelming. This is encompassing, this is enveloping. This is all over. So someone would say to me, and they have, because a lot of questions come up, uh, spiritual guidance. In fact, sometimes I have to back up and say, you know, this is your life, not theirs. And if it's a, uh, if I can discern between um, Archangel or one of those other spiritual ones I'll talk about versus a family member, if it's a family member trying to push you one way or the other, that's them trying to live your life. And they already had a chance at theirs. So sometimes they're, I won't say ego, but their concern of what you they think you should have may not be your destiny. Do they have access like angel beings? I don't know that, but I will talk about this later. <clears throat> um, so I want to go on to, um, oops, went too far. Guardian angels. Prior to life, you and this angel uh, agreed to be connected. So before you were born, you made connection with a being and said, oh, would you mind? And they're the ones that will, oops, okay. Uh, I don't know how to stop those pop-ups. Anybody in computer whiz, give me <laughs> help. Guardian angel, life. this angel agreed to connect with you and give you all their attention your entire life. Always connected. They will love you and are completely at your call. That's different than family. I will tell you the difference. Um, and this is where I mixed up a little bit. The invisible hug or 
love feeling isn't always your partner you're thinking about. I have clients that are very, very intelligent and um, intuitive. And one is particularly so couple I'm thinking of. And we can act, they can actually feel their love partner or child thinking of them. And I have said often I can think of one of my children and go to that child's face and actually kiss it. And it's not spooky. It's what we can do. But sometimes it's the guardian angels. And that's a highlight uh, for women, I would say, violet energy, um, a lightest purple possible, and you have a feeling of being enveloped. That's uh, a guardian angel of love. <clears throat> you have their support, and that's in the hardest of times also. Uh, I had an uh, intuitive tell me once, uh, I had made a, a choice in something, and they said, oh my gosh, I said to her, if I'd known my choice, it would have been so difficult, I wouldn't have made that choice. And she probably was someone that I would consider a guide if she's helping me now. Don, I'm talking to you, honey. And she said, I'm so glad you made that choice, as hard as it was, because without those choices, our soul does not evolve. We don't grow. And only through the hardest of choices, and sometimes the choices that create failure, do we grow as people. So not only are they there to help us, but to support us, because those hard choices or failure is what helps you grow into the person you're meant to be. I talked to someone recently and I says, oh my gosh, you're growing into the human, adult human being you're always meant to be. That's because through turbulence, we see our path clearer. I want you to remember those words. Those are very important. Uh, this could also have been the best from our prior life. Um, in the early 90s, I tell everybody the one reason I'm so able to describe spirit people, because I studied in college art. Uh, my major was business management, believe it or not. and I loved it. Who knew I would 25 years, 30 years later, I'd do this business, which that helped. I was really good at business. And, but I have a family of artists. My father worked for you know, studios. My mother was a color artist, which was very popular um, before good photography came out. So in some ways I've been um, engineering a manholes, a conduit, but precision. So I've learned to look at things very carefully. So I'm an artist. I draw. And in the early 90s, exploring my gifts, I sat down and started dropping somebody. And she was a, a, what I took to be a guardian angel, someone that would be with me this lifetime. And she made me think of hopscotching, like tr uh, jumping over each other. And she said to me, it's your turn. Next time, it's my turn. And I, and I questioned it. And uh, she was a petite woman. Uh, she was African. Uh, not a lot of clothing. I suspect we're talking thousands of years. We might have, she might have been, or I was with her, of a family that was artistic because she was shaved head, but she wore uh, beads going around her head and the same type of beads were around her neck. And she said to me that we enjoy being outdoors running. Duh, I'm a runner, athletic this lifetime. And we would do cartwheels. And she said to me, see how we do the cartwheel? That's your turn. Next time, it's my turn. So clearly, we can have relatives or people important to us hopscotch and take turns. Uh, I have a very dear friend I met um, as 13 years old. And I often wonder if we would do that also, take turns. This time, we came at the same time to meet up. 
she's the one I was sharing with you that as a young child, she would dream of being chased down a corridor of ancient times in each of the Greeks or Rome of the ancient times. And that her cousin was chasing her because she had stole that cousin's bread. Well, early 2000s, I had a past life regression at Sierra College. I think it's renamed now, I can't remember, ARC. No, Sierra, no, it was America River College. And um, that past life I was given, it was short. And in that, I met young child wearing braids, young girl. And I'm chasing another young girl down a corridor. And I'm telling my friend, I had this past life regression, she came to visit. And I'm chasing this girl down the corridor. And I see her taking left turn, going around an atrium where the sun is shining. And as I start going across it, my feet from the cold pavement go to the hot pavement. It was so real to me. And she stopped me. She says, let me finish that for you. And this is a, another topic for another time. But that closeness of my finally getting the past life where I saw this happen, she had been dreaming this all, off and on all her life. She says, I was your cousin. I stole your bread. And you took after me going across that open area and you tackled me on the other side. Wow, what a moment. I suspect the little uh, girl from Africa with the bead going around her shaved head, she and I might have had lifetime after lifetime, and this time she's in spirit where Karen is in my life here now. Quite a profound awakening because you go to a place of, is this real? Are there really beings out there helping us? Those astronauts that go into space, they look down at our planet and they look at it as awestruck. Then they look in the darkness of space like William Shatner. And he says, all I could see was death. And I went, oh my gosh, you know, we're so insignificant. But in reality, we're not. Because I see people all the time. They are there. And you live with confidence knowing, I do, because I can't make up when I talk to you or family members who do agree to my uh, deceased and they're just standing there. I go, okay, I'll just describe it up with these people to you. I can do that. And people are going, oh, I'm so glad you were able to do that. And it brings me peace, but it brings them more peace because the peace I get is I have a realization that we're not making this up, you guys. How fun, how real, how real is this? So getting back to um, guardians, um, so we can go over and over and over. Uh, we can trade off and on. It can be uh, someone that passed early in our life. I've not felt my father. Now, he could be having a life and pass over by the time uh, he left, and I, uh, it's my turn. Because at my death, I see my mother close. He's in the background. Um, and so I see those two people clearly reading me. How can I do that? I don't know. <laughs> I just thought of it one day. Who's going to be there for me? And I saw these two individuals very clearly. Uh, someone on an article that I told you, I just looked for topics so I can explain this. Uh, spirit animals, are they our guardians? Are they the ones helping us? Mm -hmm. I do feel like it's unconditional love. Uh, do spirit animals, uh, are, were they human ones before? You know, if I had all the answers, I'd have all the answers. I don't want all the answers. But someone had listed animals. So I will say that on numerous occasions, not necessarily mine right now, Animals have greeted this people who are dying. To me, that's a guide. To me, that's a, 
um, an angel helping, an angel welcoming, a way, an angel helping uh, in the discord of emotional um, pouring of someone passing away. That human that's going to leave the flesh and go to spirit sees an animal. So someone I trust, we were talking one day and I says, well, what kind of things you think I'll get into? And she says, I see you riding a horse and there's a big black dog riding with you. Well, that was my dog. And not only with horses, um, I rode horses and did competition, um, but she, Bonnie was a big black lab. And I say, you know, I've run 13 miles and the dog, we run 20. She and that dog next door, um, Caesar, German Shepherd. And I, I not only saw her as comfort and loving, but someone as a protector. So in spirit, I think that that dog will connect with me again. Does that mean she's a spirit guide? I think that that dog will be there for me when I call her. Have that dog shown up in the house? I've had other dogs that pass away. Why not show up and give us love and comfort? How about the time you get in bed some night and you feel the pressure of an animal jumping on your bed to be with you and to love you at nighttime? Be there so you can feel the essence of them. To me, that's guidance. That's that's pure love. And I do. Do you, do you think just along that topic, real quick? Do you think that the animals understand that they're that, that they're dead? Um, that's a really good question. I've I've talked to a lot of people with animals that pass over, and initially, I don't think so, because I find that animals who are passable say really cluster close to the home, uh, mm -hmm. their food and their bed. And I always tell people, when your animal passes away, be sure to leave the dog out, dog uh, food tray, uh, the bed, and a toy or two. Because that dog takes weeks, two, three, four weeks, to accidentally go through a wall or go from inside to outside. When they discover they have more freedom, and it's like a spiral, they'll stay close, 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 and then they'll eventually work themselves out of the house and possibly the neighborhood. Now, um, I did have a reading once, and someone said, who greeted this animal? I'm trying to think it was a cat or a dog. I think it was a dark dog, a little larger, like 45, 55 pounds. And I described another dog being there for that animal. And when I did, that person I was talking to said, oh, that was the mother. And I was absolutely flabbergasted. I thought I never gave it that much thought. Like, we're so encompassed in our flesh. What about other animals greeting other animals? They have souls. They have love interests also. Maybe so. Or what about the animal that loses its parent really early? They could be greeted by animals that were in their sphere of life that had already passed over. There is no loneliness as spirit. They can go and be anywhere they want. Um, by the time people are our age, mine particularly, I've had a lot of pets that have passed over. And so you kind of wonder how, how full is the house? <laughs> do the people, do they stick around? I don't think so. I might have shared this story with you. Uh, there was a story. I can't remember if someone told me I read it. Um, I read off a lot, everybody. So it's sometimes like words get in my head of a young boy that uh, was in turbulent illness and he died and then he came back and he said, I have a story. He said, I was on a train and I looked around and there were other people on the train, but they're very quiet and they look straight ahead. And I tried to talk and they wouldn't talk to me. And so 
when it stopped, I saw that some of the people were getting off. When it started up again, I realized I could get off. And when I got off, there was a very tall man. And he was huge, bigger than mommy and daddy. And he said, this is not your stop. You have to go back. And he's, and when I looked around, all I saw were animals. So he got on back on the train and the train backed up and took him back home. And he was revived. I talk about animals. Wow. Yes. <laughs> so that is um, one of those validated, when I read it or or heard it from a family member, I went, mm-hmm. that is the first time I've ever heard that story. And if I remember right, I think the little boy described what he, we would call um, the Jesus person. And he was only like five, four or five years old. So he's very young. Um, and if a big black cat pops up on the desk, I might allow you to meet Joe. <laughs> okay. Oh, did you see? <laughs> Yeah. So uh, uh, they've discovered they can be right here. This. Yeah. this is the big one. We're having a little difficult time. He is um, eating much more than he should. And uh, he is getting um, bigger, but he <laughs> has to share breakfast and dinner time with the other one. Well, the other one is getting thinner and thinner. Well, guess what's happening? <laughs> He's eating his more than his share. So he's meowing a lot more like mama. <laughs> oh, for heaven's sake. So we're talking about, yes, I know. Uh, okay. Okay. Loved ones who have passed over clearly are personal guides for all of us. Every one of us has had family. Shar's house is full of everybody. In fact, before her parents passed away, there was a favorite uncle that mm-hmm. kind of floated around in there. And I think you remember me describing him. Yeah. And this uncle was uh, not always present, but present enough that he was kind of like a common scene, common spirit for the house. And I do believe that's possible. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it could be a friend. I know Shara has friends in spirit. And I think they pop in and out too. Like a grandmother who gives encouragement, whether you knew her well in life. I've told people sometimes we've known these guys in spirit before they were born. I'd mentioned that earlier. All, all relatives can be intermediate guide whenever you need special help or instructions on how to do a project or activity. They will redirect if danger is present or an opportunity is at hand. Now, how many stories have you heard or I've heard, I've heard many, when you say, oh my gosh, that was such a close call. <gasps> Minutes away from disaster, I just didn't go there and I was saved. And this has happened to me so often. I have a running joke now, like, ah, they don't want me. They keep saving my life. So in some ways, that's really good. Most, a lot of times, all of us have had times when life gets tiring. That, wow, you know, and as we get older, you kind of go, well, I know we survived, but I'm not done. And you say that with intent and purpose, and you will stay around. Now, I don't want letters from people who said they lost a child to cancer or a young adult. We're only talking those all fogies that seem to keep chugging along, helping others. Um, okay, so I said they will reject, redirect if danger is present. Now, how many times have you heard that story? Re, kind of think about that. It's amazing. Um, it's an accident you just bypassed. Now, I didn't mention earlier, I'll say it. We all have a time to be here and a time to leave here. And my father took out life 
insurance policy effective April 1st, 1955, midnight. He was killed by drunk driver, three Korean War heroes who had been partying. They left and went drunk, they got in their car and left, and they were, unfortunately, the driver was drunk. Hit my father head on April 1st, two, two o'clock in the morning. Somehow he knew and took a life insurance policy out the day he would be killed. That to me was guidance. I think that he might have been not just into, well, he was very intuitive. That's the word. He was only 33. Clearly, he got guidance to help my mother raise us through girls. And the insurance for me, um, by the time I was 18, from six years old, was enough money for buying a first car and helping buying a first house. So in some ways, we have to look at those kind of terrible incidences as part of the plan for their life and yours. I don't like sometimes to say that. And I don't want letters telling you, telling me how awful I sound saying that. But each life has a story. I was just telling my husband, I'm going to be talking to somebody with a story. And I shared it. And he goes, wow, it's difficult talking to people with stories like that. But I have to disassociate and allow them to have been born into that body for that life experience, not for the lesson, but for the experience. The lesson of those terrible experiences is how you dealt with it. And even though it's horrible, terrible, awful, those spirit guides there are to give you hugs to encourage you to keep going. Um, okay, I want to go on to that. I said this. Okay, helper angels, story of Jeannie. Jeannie was a gal that I met in a telephone company. And um, after I left, she and I stayed friends, and I got into this, of course. And I did work in there for two years before. Um, but she lived in Auburn, California. And um, house of the 50s and 60s, 60s with the uh, lime green shag carpet. And it was two-story. And the man she had married, his mother was passing away. And uh, I did not meet this lady, but I heard a lot about her. And at 95, she went to bed, told Jeannie and her son, I'm so tired, I could sleep for 100 years. Well, during the night, she passed away. So Jeannie had me come up and she says, why don't you see if mom's around? Why don't you, like, what's going on? And an angel came to me and said, while Jeannie was listening to me, she showed me mom. Remember, I don't know, I don't want to know anything because it muddies up the story. So the angel said to me, Tell Jeannie that mom is fine. This is her. They gave me a visual of her being on a pedestal bed. So you can imagine a champagne glass with a pedestal. Now put a bed. I saw her mother sleeping with a purple satin bedspread. And around her, which was amazing, were cherubs looking angels. They were the shape of a, excuse me, a jelly bean, you know, a little kidney bean. And all I could sense was a person. And they were just hovering around here, fluttering from side to side. And they were helping her be relaxed and be asleep and relaxed. And when I told Jeannie that they were, were there for her, for at least another 95 years. And then Jeannie said, oh, her last words is, I'm so tired, I can sleep for 100 years. And these were helpers keeping her final wish 
true. And Jeannie did add add to me. She says, come here, I'll show you. And I saw a purple bed, purple satin bedspread on her bed in the back room. And she took her exact bedspread with her. I love that story. I loved it. Kind of gave me. So was I Jeannie's angel at that moment to give her peace of mind for her mother-in-law who she desperately loved and missed? How do spirit guides communicate with us? I, I like this because there's so many ways. I've shared the story with you of a woman in Fair Oaks and uh, Cottage, I think, that direction. And it was a uh, nicer neighborhood and uh, not that means anything, but she could have anything, she did anything, but she was very uh, open to spirit guides and information. And I talked to her about this and she says, oh, I have the best, oh, I have the best way of getting information. And I was on pins and needles, like, oh, well, share. She says, I always propose a question. I get in the car and I take a drive. The license plates that show up first will have my answers. I went, well, that was the first time I'd heard that one. <laughs> and I go, do we want to trust license plates? She says, I always get my answers. So you have to trust and believe in the universe. You have to go to a place of saying, I want that vehicle to give me answers. And you will get them. I'd never heard that before. Um, spirit guides will often enter your life by sending you signs, also called synchronicities. Carl Jung defined synchronicity as a meaningful coincidence. I don't know if there's a coincidence or synchronicities. I think it's all woven into our story. Um, an example would be realizing you need to improve your romantic relationship after having a fight with your partner before bedtime. And out of the blue, the next day, you notice a book with communication in romantic relationships sitting on a co-worker's desk. We have all had those things happen to us. Absolutely. And um, my mind just raised, how about a TV show? You want some answers, the next thing you know, or a song. I um, am, I don't listen to the radio as much as I used to. Um, I don't lot, watch a lot of TV. I don't watch the serials month, week to week. Uh, but I will a lot of times have, as you will probably identify, have something on in the background. I'll be thinking of something, and the same words will show up on the TV. That's the universe saying to you, watch the next few minutes. And I always pay attention. Um, years ago, I traveled um, just recently. Um, I finally moved in with my husband, uh, traveling four hours one way to get here. And I listened to music and talk shows. And I would always get messages. A musical, uh, think of something, a song would come on. And this was very, very uh, clear to me one time. We lived in Tucson uh, for eight or nine years. And I lived in Arizona. And one day I had this situation come up and uh, I think, uh, I think everybody doubts who they are and what they're doing. And if you should pursue another path or what am I going to do next? And it was right at the recession time. And I got in the car and turned the radio on and a song of a movie from the 70s showed up. Not the station I would normally hear that. And it song was on a clear day, you can see forever. And that was a defining moment to me saying, you stay in this. This is you. You can see forever. This is your message. And I was so astounded. I never doubted. I haven't doubted. But during recession, you do. 
because uh, what I do for a living is not something that people will pursue in the middle of a recession. Um, spirit guides could also communicate to you through numbers. Absolutely. Sequence, how many have called or told you, I see 11, 11 all the time. <laughs> I see one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three. Those are messages. Absolutely. Uh, or you might have a lucky number or when you go for a job interview, your lucky number is always in the company's address, street mm -hmm. addresses, telephone numbers. I do believe in that. I'm not a numerologist, astrologist, or tarot reader. But in my world, if I said to you, write down a series of numbers and just give me the numbers, I could do a whole reading just on those numbers. I don't know how it works. I don't read the meaning. I read the energy of how you put it down. I see a repeat and a cycle in numbers. So we do need to pay attention to signs with numbers because they are indication that you have someone giving you the information you need for that moment. Um, so this is, I've just mentioned, spirit guides could talk to you by sending musical messages, like a song that always inspires you, playing on the radio when you get in the car after a rough day. Absolutely. Uh, my era was the Beatles and um, uh, the Beach Boys. I think there's a special on Beach Boys tonight or tomorrow night, um, very soon here. And the Beach Boys, I actually went to one of the concerts. Not an air. We lived in an area where maybe not a lot of concerts were uh, had. And it was the uh, Beach Boys. And a lot of their songs bring up a lot of good memories. Puts me in a good mood. Absolutely. Elvis Presley, romantic songs and... Uh, the Beatles, I mean, there's a few songs. Every time you hear one that gives you good memories, it puts you in a better spirit. And I know that your guides know that also. Um, the other one would be uh, one that I've been told about a lot. Uh, spirit guides that send you a dream in which they may be also in it. And they're telling you, be careful of this, be careful of that, or showing you um, possibly that you'll be traveling, dreams of travel. Dreams are conversations, and in the dream, you're having a conversation that doesn't feel comfortable. And when you wake up, you go, oh, oh, that didn't feel good. And then guess what? That situation arises, and you say to yourself, ah, I know what we're going to be saying. i got to be careful here. That is absolutely your guide. Being, boy, the screen just flashed, everybody. I hope you didn't go crazy there. Uh, yes, I don't know what that's about. Um, when you have a dream of a caution or warning, do wake up and try to remember that because deja vu is a true thing. And what they're doing is a captured a future moment in which your character or decision or uh, an obstacle or disagreement could arise if you don't word it correctly. So in the dream, they're showing you what you could do wrong and they're giving you an idea, fix it. Now, someone I was talking to said, how do you know you're not tapping into a parallel universe? And watching the other person already mess it up. I mean, I don't have answers on that. I'd rather choose that this is my lifetime and that was me messing up a conversation. I'm going to catch it when it does happen. Okay. Um, difficult situation, a warning. Absolutely. Uh, spirit guides even can say to helpful people opportunities your way. Another form of communication that often requires you to take action, asking an interesting new person in your life out to lunch, buying a ticket to a transformational workshop, You've had people come in your life and they start talking about something and which you are intimately uh, 
attuned to and didn't know that you needed. And this is a story of Jill. And Jill was uh, dating somebody, and this is like 25 years ago, 30 years ago. And she said that she wasn't sure she wanted to be with the individual. So they went to, um, they had opportunity to go out with another couple and they went to a car show in Folsom, California. Sorry, everybody. Um, and so uh, he'll get so up now, sometimes he'll let me, I'll go up. Oh. So anyway, Jill went to this event and she was holding this gentleman's her man friend's hand and she was just looking around in the audience. And all of a sudden this very tall, she's 5'10", 5'11", but a man all of a sudden walked up to her Angelic, she said, angelical looking. What does that mean? And he said, you have a, a good relationship here. If you want it to continue, tell him so. And she looked around at her man again. And when she looked back, he was gone. He was gone. So I took that to be intervention of choice. Um, they did not last. And she told me that she always wondered if it was meant to be, and she decided against it. I I lost connection with these people over time, and I I don't know I don't know for sure if they got together again. But that was very um, very curious because she actually saw and met the man that was her guide. Wow! I I just go wow wow a lot. Ten, and I'm trying to go fast. We got ten minutes. Ten ways to and I'll shorten this, all those stories. Every time I have a topic, I pick a topic where I can describe a storyline of things in my life or my client's life because I think it has more meaningful. Just to fill out a bunch of words, how do you know how it connects? 10 ways to start communicating with your spirit guides. Be more present in your life. And my um, a new word I have is mindfulness. When you turn around like a top, upset, are you present? Are you mindful of where you are? I'm very guilty of that. I've I've worked I've been 100 miles an hour for most of my life, and even though I'm not a type uh, type A personality, I'd like to be efficient. And how can you run in place as fast as you can without slowing down? So I take that word very serious. When I'm in high motion, I will say, slow down, be mindful of where you are in this moment, because only then. Can you hear and feel the actions of their spirit Christ? Now, remember, my whole life was full of that. I've told a lot of stories of being saved. My gosh, the stories, you guys, from cancer to almost being hit by someone who's being chased by the police and just missing me. And I go, oh, my gosh, 10 seconds one way or the other, and I would have been in its way. Uh, part of getting more guidance from you guys is recognizing the messages they have been sending. Many times the messages our guides send are lost on us because our lives are too busy. Our minds are too busy. Our, our lives and our minds are too busy. And then be conscious and aware. Stay on the outlook for every day, every day for signs from our guides. We don't know when it's going to show up. Only retrospect or looking back, we say, oh, did I miss something? Oh, no, show it to me again. Be mindful. I love that word. Um, be mindful that they are always helping us. Remember I said free will or destiny? I think that each of us are born with an outcome of our desire. We pick a life that will give us what we want to experience. 
they're there to buffer us to share to make sure that we are on track that doesn't mean that you can't take a side trip and go out for a couple of years and come back as long as you get on your track again and they're there to say okay you had fun with that now it's time to get back on track and they will buffer us and make sure that we're on track it's I don't do this because I'm always writing. I write notes. I um, it's just endless. Um, one of the suggestions was start a spirit guide journal. When you pay attention and you get guidance and you notice a pattern of unique license plates, numbers, friends just showing up giving you guidance, make a note. When we are aware, we become more aware. And yeah. I I like that but I'm not one to do that. Um, uh, one of the, I've not know about this one either. This was a, I can't address this. Write your guys a letter at the beginning of the week and express gratitude for a sentence or two about anything in your life you think you've helped and they have helped you with recently. Uh, I'm always in communication with them. My best place is the vehicle. I'm always, and have you pulled up to a stop sign or a light and, I'm just talking, okay, universe, and this, you know, you look over and someone's watching you. <laughs> Pretend you're singing. <laughs> okay, uh, it's nice to know your guides are around. I gave a talk once, and I, uh, many talks, and I expressed uh, to one person, oh, a particular lady was around, and she had the most wonderful fragrance. Oh, that person has jumped up and down. I, and I just, then I got to describe, oh, that was a grandmother. I loved her so much. I said, well, when you have that fragrance surround you again, identify them. I'm always telling my people, when I give you a just physical description and you find a photograph or you find out who that is, address them as grandma, grandpa, uncle, cousin, wherever, their first name. They love to be acknowledged. They were human beings. They had egos doesn't mean they don't now but if they're going through all this work to keep you on track give them credit <laughs> everybody has talked to me and i brought that up all these <laughs> people uh i have an anniversary may 4th i'll be 33 years doing this so all these people i've talked to acknowledge your spirit guides they want to know that they're valuable to you uh, uh, action step if a name comes to you for one of your guides by your intuition or synchronicity, get or get a creative, get creative, give them a name. So when you get somebody in your sphere and you don't recognize it, just sit and relax and see if you see the letters. Um, this happened to a client and it was an R. And I says, well, there's a person here who makes me want to see an R. I do not get names of people. If I give you every bit of description of somebody coming, please don't ask for a name. <laughs> there are people who are good at names and there are people who can see. I chose to put all my energy that way. And I use Camille. Um, she lives in Chico with her husband. She's ill. I don't think she's watching this. Many, I've mentioned this few shows back that intuitive said she would marry a Bob. Well, 25 years later, she married somebody else. Guess what? Bob never showed up. She had been waiting for a Bob. That's crippling, crippling. I don't like that. Uh, the other day I was talking to somebody and I mentioned that 
this difficult, this relationship could be difficult, but someone else would show up. And I accidentally said a name. I went, oh, I don't do that. And sometimes those slips mean that. I I uh, talked to a lot of people of different cultures. And someone said, why did you come up with names? I said, because I don't speak Spanish. I took French in high school, and it wasn't like I remember a lot of it. What about the people I talked to of Malta or Italy? Do you think I can talk that language and give you a name of somebody? There's a lot of cultures in America today. And I don't hear as well. I won't admit too often. But to hear someone's name, I don't even want to try. You know, it's hard. People call with these names. I go, do you have a nickname I can call him? <laughs> um, surrender something to your guides. When you're frustrated about situation, situation, confess about the next best step or feeling you don't have enough control. Surrender initial over to your guides. I call this surrendering to the universe like, thy will be done. How many have you heard that or heard me say that? Thy will be done. Sometimes we're not the victim as much as a piece in the cognitive wheel of life. Sometimes it's so hard. You have to say to yourself, I'm just a piece of, the, of this life. I will surrender to the will of the universe. And I do believe in that surrender and allow someone to be there for you from the other side. Um, and sometimes it's just relaxing and say, send me a sign. Thy will be done. I have used that a lot in my life. Um, practice energetically release an issue to your guides. I just said that surrender to the universe. Um, well, it, I could go on. We are almost done. There are workshops. Shard teaches a class. Uh, you could take mm -hmm. it and practice. We have two minutes left to improve your intuition is to trust your instincts. Hard to do. Ask questions. Should I go to the store now or should I wear, go later? Should I wear this outfit or that outfit? Should I call my friend? Oh my gosh, I'll call somebody and they go, oh my God, I was just thinking about you. Um, yeah, I get the whammy, like, oh my gosh, you know, how did you know I was thinking about you? Well, we just get used to that. You have to practice all the time. When you call a parent or a friend or family members, is now a good time or another? If you do that all the time, you will get better. Sometimes it's fun to take a class. I think um, we ran out of time. Um, Sharon, I did want to mention Sharon has got a Patreon, Patreon, and we haven't established yet, but um, just to get her going, but I've enjoyed this also, is we'll do things together. So I, I encourage you to get on Patreon, give us a thumb up, encourage me to want to come back if you have topics I haven't covered in these 49 class, 48 or 49 that I've done with Shar. Go back and look and review them if you want me to talk about it again or you have a topic. Let me know. Yes, Char has other guests that talk the same topics. I'm the Friday night, <laughs> casual Friday night. Char, Char met me um, when I was doing cemetery tours, old Sacramento Cemetery, 95 to 2001. And she was that college kid, smart aleck, little brat, I call her. I made her believe her. She got right into um, ghost investigation. Mm -hmm. And so this has been a lot of fun, everybody. I hope you enjoyed. I hope you got something from it. Uh, very soon, I'll be helping doing more shows with Char. But I'm going to establish a Tuesday night on my channel, which is Nancy Met Psychic. Find it there on the listings. 
we're Tuesday night, I'm going to start talking about all the sessions, all these thousands of talks that I've done. And some of them are astounding. And I may ask um, what your impression was also. So it'll be kind of interactive on a Tuesday night. So sign, go over there and subscribe and you'll be getting notices of what I'm going to be doing now. So they'll start within the month or so. Finally got the taxes done. Yay. I'm up going forward here. Okay, Char, your turn. End of okay. an hour. On that note, uh, again, with the Patreon, you know, you're not only going to get Nancy and I chit-chatting, we're going to have other guests on as well, you know, that uh, yes. are more popular guests to come on and talk, and you guys can ask even more questions. Because I know during the show, sometimes you just run out of time or there's a question you want to ask that you don't want to ask it to everybody, right? So you can do it at the Patreon. Also, um, like I said, um, I've got a lot of pre-records coming up. I did one the other day with a gentleman, really good, good one, and I tinker bells tomorrow. So those are going to go up two weeks before they actually air. So that's the chance for you guys to see those particular shows before they even air out uh, out on this end. So that's another plus for the Patreon. And then if we get enough people signed up, I'm going to have giveaways. I'm going to give away things, cut you know, coffee cups, whatever you know, t-shirts, whatever. But I'm going to be giving stuff away, so that's another incentive to get over there, right? Every month, well, uh, every every month I'll give stuff away. Anyway, if you like the show, here we go. Share. Oh, no, I'm way ahead of myself. Jeez. Okay, Sunday, I'll be back here Thumbs at 6.30 p.m. Easter, Easter Sunday, I'll be back here at 6.30 p.m. Pacific reading Rain No Evil by Michelle Zirkel. And like I said, uh, we finished <laughs> off the other book on last night. And I was shocked because all of a sudden there it was, the acknowledgments. And I was like, we're done, you know? So, uh yeah, so I was able to get, get a hold of Michelle Zirkel again because she had told me previously that she would be willing to let us re read her book, and it's based on uh, what happened to her, to her and her family. So it's yeah, gonna be pretty spooky, everybody. A real yeah, spooky, unbelievable. Yeah. It's a spooker, yeah. So uh, it's neat, and I found out today that she's her own publisher and she owns all the rights, so she's just the do what you want. Plus the incentive, I, I, I there was an incentive I added in the first part of the show. She says, for people from California Haunts Radio and California Haunts members who are interested in the book, once we read it, or once I read it, she'll only charge $10 for the book and she'll autograph it. Plus shipping, probably. Plus shipping, yeah. So, I mean, it's, uh -huh. all, it's all good, guys. You know, so it's a killer deal. She's a real nice person. So I'm looking forward to getting that started. Monday, Paul Blake Smith is going to be with us finally, the man who uh, has information about Eisenhower and the agreements with oh. the aliens. So he's going to be with us at 6.30 Monday. So all kinds of stuff coming up. But I know it's Easter weekend. People are busy with their families. But I'm figuring maybe Sunday evening after old, after everybody's had their ham or whatever it is they eat for Easter, they're just going <laughs> to plop down in front, of the, in front of the computer and TV anyway so you can you can watch me. Mm -hmm. You know? So, yeah. So that's what's coming down Sunday. And next week we got a full uh, schedule for people coming on the show. And I'm real excited about it. Our numbers were tremendous last month. And it's because of you guys. I believe we had... If I'm wrong, 4,000 downloads of the radio show itself, which was pretty cool. I believe it was close to that, somewhere around 4,000. Explain to them the RSS feed. The RSS yeah. feed is the podcast itself. This is the video portion. In fact, I'm going to look real quick, real quick here. This, this is the video, the video portion that you guys see of, right. of, of uh -huh. the show. So what happens after the show's over is I'm here and I download this, the audio from this show. Hang on a second. Yeah. Let me get over there. So rss.com where we have another site 
and rss.com is the distributor for the video. So they will distribute it to, to Apple iTunes and iHeartRadio and all those other places, PodNods yeah. and all those other, yeah. And so every month it's interesting to see if we can get ahead on downloads, you know, how, how, how the show is growing. And like I've told Nancy in the past, even if we go up by, by 10 downloads, I'm happy. Well, the last month, last month we saw an incredible, let's see, last month, where are we at? Okay, right now, I can get some numbers up. Last month, not 4,000, I'm sorry, I got ahead of myself. Last month, we had 2,434 downloads, which was above what we had the month before, which was 18, 1847. Exponentially growing, yes. yes. So it's growing. Now, over the holidays, because everybody was home, we had 44 hundred downloads but that's normal because everybody's off work and you know so right, right now we're on track to hit that 2000 mark again this month so i'm really excited about that but yeah once i get off the air here i, I go ahead and upload this thing you know do some editing on it then i upload it over to the rss feed you know yeah. to be distributed out so the numbers are going up and so it's because of you guys it's because of you guys spreading the word and like i say share it with people you hate it's you know it's just all this sharing that's going on and going on and on and the people that are on the on, on the ground here also you know like jerry and marisa and, and 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 you know everybody because jerry and marisa have business cards they're handing stuff out wherever they go and we got all kind of you know we're just trying to get the word out. The more we get the word out, the more numbers we're getting in. And it's fantastic. It's been really fantastic. So I hope that flow stuff keeps going. George in France, dude, you're, you, you're the man. <laughs> Is he here in tonight? He's not here tonight. Well, he might be listening. But George, yeah. Well, my good buddy George in France. So it, it, it's fun. It's fun. And Pamela in Wisconsin is getting the word out. So it's fun to see the numbers come in. In fact, sometimes I'll sit down with Pamela or Marisa. And we'll, we'll look at where we're broadcasting. You know, we're broadcasting all oh. over Europe. It's great. It's fun. It's fun to see where, where the show's, you know, being, being listened to. But uh, it's, it's, I couldn't do it without you guys. I couldn't do it without any of you guys past, you know, spreading the word about the show. So I'm working on getting good, you know, new guests, good guests, and maybe some repeat guests that people like. So it's a constant flow. It's a constant flow. But we're getting there. We're getting there. We're mm -hmm. 450 away from 1,000 on uh, uh, YouTube right now. So those numbers are, are, are wow. running pretty good. Yeah, so we're getting like closer. That. Baby steps. I know, and this is kind of cool. On TikTok, when I read last night, I had 294 people watching me read live. But we ended up with 500 likes. So, I mean, that's starting, <laughs> to, that's starting to go, too. So, yeah. So it's, it's been it's an interesting ride to watch how things progress. Different audiences, too. Anyway, I'll shut up now because I know you guys want to get back to what you're doing to start your weekends. Maybe color your Easter eggs or doing whatever you're doing. Uh, but I want to thank each and every one of you for sticking with us. The ones that have stuck with us from the beginning. We're, you know, we're still here. Stuck with us. <laughs> yeah, we're still here. Our we're friends are with, friends are following. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. This was a huge transition. I mean, when I used to do blog talk radio, we would mm. be hitting a thousand a week really easy. You know, because we, we, and again, we would do the show and the majority of the people would come afterwards to, to listen. They, they, they people, I don't know that people realize how many shows we've done. I think I had <laughs> last time I looked. Now remember, I stopped in 2011 or 12. Yeah. From 07 or 08 to the, and I had like 68,000 downloads. <laughs> and those years, people weren't listening to Blog Talk, but this is just um, amazing. So if you want to listen to those shows, 
they got five, six years worth. Uh, just go I to Block a, Talk Radio and type yeah. in Char's name or mine. Yeah. It's a whole I new. Got, yeah, even on here, I've got 50,000 views on YouTube. Is, is the views we have. But when you go over to Block Talk Radio, I mean, I remember starting out when I had the weirdest kind of thing to broadcast on and, and the stupid thing. It was, it was like a pirate radio system because they didn't have the stuff to where you could call in right. and do all that stuff. And I remember going on the blog talk with the pirate radio system and then getting cut off after 25 minutes because I didn't have enough memory in my, you know, for <laughs> my internet to do the stuff, you know, and then blog talk radio started to make improvements and it got better and better and better. So it, it's like, it's been a long time. I've, I've been on the air a long time and it, it's astounding. I mean, I have 571 plus shows over at YouTube right now. Well, you might, well, you might want to almost, you know, we combine that with blog talk radio. I probably got over 1200 shows. Yeah. All that I've done. And a lot of them so, I was on with those blog talk yeah, years. Was on, so, I mean, we've just been trudging right along. So, and uh, ghost investigations and uh, just. Oh, yeah. Live stuff that we've done. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of live on here, but we, we're going to start. I got two we're investigations probably, coming up. We're going to do some live. We're probably the old, we're the older group, but we probably have as people go I think, a lot of I'm experience. Not we, we were the originals over on blog talk, the oh, ghost group. Mm -hmm. but, we were you were for sure, 07? Yeah, we were within the first two or three teams that expanded over to Blog Talk Radio. Absolutely. You know, and some of those shows aren't around anymore when we started out. So some people have passed away. You know, it's just, we all got Most, old. Some. Unfortunately, a lot of my, the people I've talked to, I don't even want to think about it. Yeah, we all got the old. The voice is forever. Mm-hmm. On, forever on film. There, you know? yeah, so forever on if you, in fact, if you go on Apple, if, if you look at Apple Podcasts and you look at California Haunts Radio, there's two California Haunts Radio listed on Apple Podcasts. That's because the one is from Blog Talk and the other one are these shows. So, so two. just one or they listen just the group? They can listen to either one because it's over on Apple. Apple has the original podcast from uh, Blog Talk and then, then there's a separate one and they come up together, you know, California's radio, California's radio, but one is this show and the, this version of the show, and the other one's the Block Talk version. Is it just one one show, or is it all of them? You all click of them. on it and they open. Oh, yeah. they can get everything. I, yeah. I have to do that to mine and see how many. Everything's show up. Yeah, everything's over there. So yeah, and that's where I'm linking. I mean, when I'm working on the website to, to get those all those shows on the website, which is taking forever, um, mm -hmm. that's where I'm linking over is Blog Talk and Apple. You know, to mm -hmm. get those things listed. So we've been around. I've been around for a while it was an adjustment i don't like it took me a while to get used to being on camera because <laughs> i'm just not i was happy i was happy hiding behind you know the podcast thing but it's okay i'm good now, I'm good I, now. I think we just have to pretend we're visiting with a, a best friend that's about what it and, is yeah and i everybody want her to get a little closer to the camera here so encourage her <laughs> i can't get any closer my chair hits i'm right i'm right where i'm supposed to be right here and my camera is wide angle, so this is it. It's cool zoom in yet. Well, you know, That's I'm going it. to keep it up. There has to be a way to zero, zoom in from the do, webcam. Camera, you can't zoom with uh, StreamYard. You can't? <gasps> oh, mm. so that's it. But the webcam. The webcam won't zoom. Okay, anybody uh, out there that's Suave. doesn't like this software. Huh? The, the, the oh. HP camera system on here doesn't like this camera. Um. And if I use the HP camera on the computer, Oh, that's right. Let me show you something. Let me show you. See if no, I no, don't finish up. We got to close I up. I use the HP camera from the laptop 
it looks like I'm in a lightning storm. Oh, no. Don't do that. It's Let's finish up. Give credit to it. This is what we got. <laughs> okay. Anyway, I will see you guys on Sunday at uh, 6.30 p.m. Pacific with Rain No Evil by Michelle Zirkel. <gasps> so we're going to be reading that. Have a great couple days, guys. And I hope you don't choke too much on chocolate Easter bunnies and all that good stuff. Or however you <laughs> eat up, everybody. Once, yeah, once or twice up. a year, we do this big banquet. Once or twice a year. So I will see you guys. Here's Nancy's info. I got two Nancy's info in here. Ah, okay. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Which one? Hit the right one here. Here's Nancy's info, and away we go. Okay. Websites. That's nancymats.com, nancymatsauthor.com, with the N, M, and A capitalized, youtube.com forward slash nancymatspsychic, with the N, M, and P capitalized. I should sell cars. Help. <laughs> get me out of this funk by Nancy Matts. Two Worlds, Developing Your Psychic Skills, Nancy Matz. And Unwilling, sorry, Unwilling Sacrifice by Nancy Matz. And you can get those at Amazon. And then one more thing, too. Yesterday was a very frustrating day. It's always when you have the frustrating days, everything goes wrong. And if whoever was here first uh, on the show, I apologize. I dropped the mic. Literally. <laughs> I went to move the mic because I'm moving the mic back and forth always because the space is limited in here. And I went to move the mic when the show started forward and the whole mic went down. Oh, <laughs> So I had to go fish the mic out while it was on the air. <laughs> And then today was the same thing. I, I I got up for something and we checked the dog and the cord fell and then plugged the light and everything back there. So I had to fix all that. Oh. So it's been a couple of those days, but the drop mic was hilarious. You know, I, I literally I literally dropped the mic yesterday. So <sighs> I'm glad it's over. Okay, guys, I'll see you on Sunday. Have a great one. Awesome. Good night, everybody. Bye.